Take your Bibles and join me for just a moment, Philippians chapter 2, Philippians chapter number 2. Let's start in this familiar passage in verse number 5, Philippians 2, verse number 5. Okay, I'll begin reading and you follow along as I read. Philippians 2, beginning in verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who... Being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. And then this would be our text if we were selecting a verse. But made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross. Then the the passage goes on with this glorious answer to what's just taken place. Wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him, given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Every Sunday when the church assembles, we are assembling because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now we're going to celebrate in special ways that resurrection on what we refer to as Resurrection Sunday. At times we've titled it Easter, but it's really the the recognition of Christ's resurrection. Right now, before you get to a resurrection, you have to have a death. And so we approach this time where we start to consider what it is that Christ accomplished and what he took upon himself, the form of a servant. Okay, so after the service tonight, I hope you'll stick around and join us for just some, I don't know, some good church fellowship. I get this, I understand it, and it's a reality of some, every church has its own set of challenges. They, they all do. Ours is not excluded from that. One of our challenges is at times to bridge gaps that occur between different groups. I mean, you could talk about the the generation gap of young children and senior saints. And then, of course, we have a gap that sometimes exists between a large college population and then another church population of different ages and stages. So so we get all that. We know it's part of our challenge. So we're, we're trusting and asking the Lord to help us understand not only the challenge, but how to answer it. And sometimes when we can figure out ways for fellowship, like the, 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 I don't know, the pizza and games thing we did recently, it just was an opportunity for fellowship beyond these walls. And after the service tonight, I hope you'll stick around because it is going to be like some really incredible competition. The deacons, they're competing just to get out on the field, okay, so... So our deacons are going to play our ushers. Now, you know, sometimes there's a little sense of overconfidence that takes place with youthful exuberance, okay? So our ushers, they're full of confidence, you know. They're, they're going to take the field with some level, some stride of, you know, accomplishment before the deed's ever been done. So it's going to be great competition tonight. And I suspect that there will be some who will wear what I, I brought several of my own tonight by way of illustration. 
orchestra. The mystery is now coming to a conclusion. Okay, so, so I brought some things tonight. Let's see here. I'll unzip it here. All right, so this is what I brought. Do you guys, um, do you guys, any of you guys collect baseball hats? Any of you baseball hat collectors? A few of you are. How many of you have more than, I don't know, more than five baseball hats? How many of you have less than five baseball hats? That's un-American, okay? So, okay, so I brought some hats and, and the interesting thing is, is these hats mean different things to me. And I just brought a, a few of them, a few samplings. Okay, so well, I'll save that one. That's a cool hat. Uh, this hat right here, this was um, a couple years ago, like 2021. My wife and I went to the U.S. Open at Flushing Meadows in New York because we like to watch tennis. So that was really cool. Like that hat. This hat, I just like. This one is like my every morning hat. This is, you know, life is good hat. I feel like I want to go hiking when I'm wearing this hat. So I like that one. I like this one. I might wear this one tonight at the game. I'm the all-time pitcher, by the way, tonight. So watch out, ushers, you know, okay. <laughs> I like this hat. This one, this one is just a good one. I'm not old. I'm classic, okay? So I like that one. I like this hat. Says it all. Okay, now I brought a couple other. Oh, this one. This one I like because... Um, this one is a, it's a motorcyclist dream ride. It's 318 curves in 11 miles. It's called the Tale of the Dragon. It's up in Tennessee. And I rode that and so I got that hat. So I like that hat quite a bit. In fact, to go along with that, I really love this hat right here, okay? <laughs> so this hat to me, like when I put on I, I grew up like riding mini bikes when I was a little kid, okay? So, you know, you pull the, pull the cord, start the bike. We'll just put that one right there. And um, so I like, um, you know, I grew up riding mini bikes. Then we had little, little motorcycles. And then I had a dirt bike and, and then, you know, a street bike. And, and now I have a, a, a big bike and I like riding motorcycles. So when you put different hats on, like these hats, when I put different hats on, this one... I'm being, you know, I'm not trying to be ugly about it, but when I put this one on, I just want to beat Ohio State, okay? That's what happens to me. When I put this one on, I want to go walking with my dog. When I put this one on, I just have good memories of when Julie and I went and enjoyed that. When I put this one on, it makes me want to put this one on, okay? And uh, when I put this one on, I feel old, okay? And, and um, I got one more hat. This one's not... not this one is also, okay, so this hat was given to me um, not long after I moved to Colorado. So one of the guys from the church, first of all, he said, come on, Pastor, we got to go get a cup of coffee. So we went, got a cup of coffee, and then he said, you know, you live in Colorado. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, so then he said, well, come on, because you live in Colorado, we got to go do something. So we went to this boot store. So guess what I'm wearing tonight? Not my boots. <laughs> I'm not really a boot guy, you know? I mean, I know some of you are. Some of you like, I'm going to die in my boot. Okay, that's all good and fine. I'm just not a, not a boot guy. But I still have them. And someday for some special occasion, like when I die, I'm going to, you know, 
Where are my boots? This hat, though, I did love to wear the hat, and I always wore this hat in Colorado when it snowed. Like I'm going to church, and it seems like, I don't know, the prince and power of the air always had its snow on Saturday night, Sunday morning. This was my snow hat, you know, so I'd get it out, put the hat on. And so this one, do you ever, like when you wear a different hat, to me, I do take on something of the, I don't know, the nature of the hat. When I put a motorcycle helmet on, this is the truth, I'm not exaggerating it, but I've, I feel, um, I don't know, mentally lightened. Because you have to, when you ride a motorcycle, you have to focus on what you're doing and you can't focus on everything else. So there's something uh, rejuvenative about getting on a motorcycle and riding therapeutic because like your, your mind has to focus and, and it removes other kinds of distractions. It's also a view that's unparalleled. Uh, when I wear a, a cowboy hat, you know, I don't know, man, when I was a kid, did you ever get a cowboy hat when you were a kid and you just... I don't know, you started to talk like John Wayne, you know. I mean, there's something about wearing a cowboy hat that's just different. When, when I put on certain of my ball caps, you know, like I want to go for a hike or, or I want to go play tennis or they're just different hats that, that inspire different things. We were just going through pictures because we had a, a recent marriage weekend at Campus Church. And um, we showed pictures of of people when they were little toddlers and then we showed showed recent pictures of them married and we were looking back and I had I found a picture when I was probably three or four and I have my dad's police hat on well man as a kid to to put on my dad's police hat and it, it, it you you communicate to yourself something just about the the form that you put on and have you ever thought about the, the different, for lack of a better expression, the different hats that Jesus wore and the contradiction that that places him in? I just started to write down some of the, the I don't know, the different forms that he took on. The one who's the bread of life begins his official ministry hungering for 40 days in the wilderness. The bread of life. Now he, he comes as a man. He takes on the form of a servant made in the likeness of men. And the bread of life hungers. The one who is living water will say, I thirst. The one who was weary as a man is the one who came to offer rest to all who will come to him. The one who stumbled under the weight of the cross is the one who came to bear the burdens of the world. The one who wept at the funeral of Lazarus is the one who came to wipe away your tears. The one who's sentenced to death by the Roman government is actually the one who established human government. The one who is led as a sheep to the slaughter is the the good shepherd of my soul. The one who's born in a stable is the one who is actually the king. The one who has no place to lay his head is the head over all. The one who died 
is the one who ever lives. And all of this is is what Jesus does taking on these different forms when he comes to earth for a very specific purpose. He took upon him the form of a servant made in the likeness of men, became obedient unto, I mean the giver of life became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. He knew he was God thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but he takes upon himself the form of a servant. When you boil it all down, this is the thread that ran through every hat he ever wore. He came to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. You and I are called every day to wear a lot of different hats, and we do. We could name several of them tonight if we were to take the time to do so. But there is one hat that Jesus never removed, even in his resurrection. It gave clarity, focus, purpose, meaning to everything that he did. He did come to serve, and he still seeks to serve all who will come to him. We know he came as our example, so he invites us to wear the hat that he wore so well. In fact, it looks good on you. It's truly one of the many hats that we wear, but it may be the most important hat of all. Jesus took upon him the form of a servant. He wore that hat and he willingly placed it on himself. May we also, as the Bible records in Galatians 5.13, by love serve one another.